1: Hello! Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience, the Hump Day edition on My Talk 1071. Oh, yeah. Where talk is fun.
2: I forgot it was the Hump Day edition.
1: It's the Hump Day edition. It's special today.
2: Wow, it is special today. Because I think at a 8 o'clock central time, if you were listening to My Talk 1071. You heard a uh, a bunch of different, uh, a few different a- announcements regarding the the lineup on my talk one zero seven one. Most notably, as it pertains to this show, Don McClain is now uh, a an on air co host effective December twelfth.
0: That's right.
2: Debut episode of the Bradley and Don show.
0: The adventures, the adventures of Bradley, of Bradley and Don. The I like
2: Adventures. It. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic which means uh I mean look, you're going to be full-time on air with Bradley weekdays 12 to 3. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling really great because it's finally out there, you know, there's a relief, yeah, you know, right. with that and also bittersweet because oh um, yeah. I love Jason and Alexis and you know, I got to make magic with them for 6 years and it's been the best morning six show experience off. I've had. You know, well, um, and I
1: think you being on anybody's show makes elevates everyone's show. It's true. It's true. You're a hard worker. You're great at what you do. You're a fantastic broadcaster. And I don't know if listeners know that you hosted your own morning show for years before coming to
0: Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah, like 15, 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, So I have woken up. At 4 a.m. for 22 years. That's oh got to stop my now. my Lord. <laughs> and starting <laughs> <That's> December 12th. <sighs> but, no, don't, what if you start getting up at 3 in the morning because you're out of habit, and you're going to be like, oh, God, why am I awake? You i got to work this afternoon. You would think that on the weekend, my body clock would just make me awake, and I wouldn't be able to go. No. I sleep in until like 10. That's how I on, used to be when on, I did mornings. Yeah, I really do, because I lo- I'm actually a night owl, so... I've, you know, for 22 years, been a night owl and also trying to be a morning show person. I'm tired, guys. Huh? Yeah. It's, been, it's a long road. Yeah. So
1: how are you feeling about, other than working with the great Bradley trainer, how are you feeling about that time slot? Like. Is noon feeling like, yeah, this is great. I could sleep in. I could go to the gym before yes. I get to work. You yeah. are speaking right. my language.
0: That is exactly That's what like, I would do because I really love working out in the morning and oh, your momentum thing. after, like if you wait until the afternoon, which is what I would normally right when I go to the gym, I take a nap first and then force myself to go like at four o'clock. Yeah, and no, I would hate difficult. that. Um, but you know, yeah, that I can make doctor's appointments in the morning. Yes. Um, yeah. I can feel like rested finally because I'd never actually feel rested. I'm no, you always probably in a feel state a little of, drunk. Of, dr- <laughs> of, yeah, it's, it's a yeah.
2: Marjorie Punnett described it as feeling like you were in perpetual jet lag.
1: <gasps> yeah, yes, that's a really good you know, description, just when sort
2: I... of like a heaviness. And Donna, you did mornings for.
1: Uh, 14 and 14, a half. Okay,
2: so right around the same for yeah. you, for the two of you. Um yeah, and I only did mornings for 7 month or 5 months down in the newsroom.
1: Well,
0: that's oh, and, like a whole you guys get up like at 1 a.m. And or then two. you have to yeah. look good, too. We don't have to look good. No. Yeah,
2: but still either either way, I mean, working the first shift on any sort of broadcast schedule is like, yikes. It's there are wonderful perks to it, but there is a physical toll. That I'm sure it takes, especially compounding for years and years and years. And so I'm so happy that you oh. will get just a different schedule for your day. <laughs> that is, that's really one of the main things that you're thinking about, right, in terms yeah. of just like quality of life and what you want your life to look like. That's a uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Even those little bits like going to the gym in the morning or doctor's appointments or running out to the grocery exactly. store, or Whatever it is, that your your mornings will feel different. And if you're a night owl. How wonderful that you can stay up late, you can binge Stranger Things, whatever show you're Uh, hot on at the moment. What
0: happens is that we're gaming at night because I am a, uh, you know, PS5, I'm a, well, I used to do a lot of, anyway, I game with my boyfriend. And so I go to sleep next to him with the loud sounds of him like, you know, playing, uh, you know, like Kranos and God of War, like (laughs) just killing monsters. And I can sleep through that. Um, But, yeah, now I can actually watch what he's doing. I know that that's a simple thing, but just to be able to be with your partner and be awake at the same time. So important. the little things. Yeah. I feel like, you know, in the morning, I take that nap and I miss kind of, there's a whole part of my day that's gone. Right. Right. And you feel like you have two days in one. Yeah. So you lose track of what day of the week it is sometimes
1: because you're like, wait. Or if you take a nap and you wake up at five and you're like, oh,
0: my God, I'm late for work. And you're like, wait, no, it's PM when it gets dark. Yeah, exactly. I just, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be in the car. Oh, yeah. Now,
2: in exchange of all this, if we may selfishly approach the bench, uh, you will no longer be the hour one producer of the Donna and Steve experience, which you've been since, uh, in some capacity or another, since May of 2020. Mm -hmm. You've been a fixture on the Don and Steve experience. And so now we're going to lose you. So we will miss getting to have fun with you and starting our show with you. And uh, it's a big shift in that regard as well. So we've only got... A couple more weeks of this with you.
0: What the heck, Don? Eight more days. Oh, I'm
1: just I'm really sad about it. But the good thing is we're still going to see you every day. Just on the flip side, exactly. I'll be (laughs) kicking you out of the studio, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Instead of us going bye, Don.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm very excited for you. Well, thank you, and I really will truly being on this show. You know, with you guys. Uh, just like I said with the morning show, this has been like the most fun time I've had. You know, the first nine months where it was just me doing both shows. Uh, Like, even though that was hard to be on for six hours, um, I still was having such a good time with you guys. And I I just, I'm so sad to not... Get to do that anymore, no, John. Just... You're welcome to hang out I... early. Come in early if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll take do The soup segment with
1: you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll do yeah. a, what we call in the business a, cross-
0: a crossover. A crossover.
1: Yeah, that's great. May I ask a question? Um, um
2: did so so we, we I I know Don you and I just spoke right before the mm-hmm. show about some other moving pieces but the other moving pieces um like with like Holly and all that that was all yes. addressed this morning. And so I have a question for uh the group I guess. Um so Holly will be with us now our one or no?
0: I'm not sure. We don't know oh, we yeah. haven't decided yet because Holly is so talented she has other duties that she's going to be doing. She is like gonna be taking she's gonna be Dan Seaman one day, honestly. So Oh yeah. She,
2: she sent out some emails before that I thought is this I mean, supposed
0: to be it together. Of, how does
2: Holly know about all of this stuff?
0: Holly Okay, we'll find the out the a- person here but the youngest. Yeah. have we realize that?
2: Yeah. Wait,
0: she's the youngest person here but the most mature. <laughs> yeah. Like she really does have everything together. I admire her because not only is she creative and funny and talented and like uh, right-brained but she's also left-brained which i am not <laughs> she's organized she can basically run the station yeah yeah, yeah. she just
2: seems smart
0: no don you're like a combo you and i are that way like you're a little
1: left a little right okay you know you're because you're super organized and you're very
0: particular but you're also very creative oh thank you i think i've forced myself to be organized i'm also <laughs> really? probably
2: like that with you two ladies right
0: you mm. are something. I don't know. Is he left-brained? Does that make him left brained No, he he's right-brain off the chart. Wait, what? What
2: right, is right?
0: Right brain is creativity and playtime. And oh yeah, the structure. Yeah, that's you.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that last part. <laughs> that but last actually, part.
0: no. Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest now. Behind the scenes, Steve is very organized and careful about what we're doing. He, well, he does. Except cares. what I just did. <laughs> I don't think well, so. I I actually uh, professionally uh, skimmed over that, so we're going to let that go. Yeah, well, look at the time, you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, we're you out didn't of time, that, Steve. Um, right. Don, are you
1: taking off? I know uh, Rocco's yes. taking some
0: time off, so Mike is going to be coming in next. He is going to come in next, and yes, I have to. Yep, I'm going to go do some things. Get out of here. Uh, I have Krabby Coffee Shop today. It's an important. Oh it's a special one because we have a guy who's toured with all major bands <gasps> coming in. Oh, really? All the behind the scenes with like major tours. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So be sure and download that. You can find it on garagelogic.com.
2: As always, tell Kenny that we said hello.
0: I went on him um, yesterday.
2: And uh, more than anything, Don congratulations yeah, we're so happy for you it's just it's just an awesome thing for you professionally and you saying more things on the air i think is a great thing so if we have to lose lose someone like colleen to get you to ease right into that and everybody knows you and loves you and to be able to hear you more is just wonderful so i'm really happy for you so Thank congratulations
3: you. Yay. Thank you guys. all, all right. right we
2: gotta go all right we all gotta right. go when we come back some things that make you go huh stay right there it's my talk
1: Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Mike is joining us as well to produce hello, the rest hello. of the show. Hello.
2: How's it going, Michael? Yes. Great. Greetings. Hello.
1: Greetings. Uh, how long have you been here, Mike? And how were the roads?
3: Uh, they were good. I got here about seven thirty, and it was all right. I kind of yeah, I got a little bit of a head, more of a head start than I'm used to. A little slip, but slippery, but it was all right. Okay. Did good. you just move, Mike? I did, did you just, recently. You did right yes. okay, when I started yeah. here. I was in Rochester, now I'm up in Invergrove Heights, so it's uh, far. Uh, much, oh yeah, that's a little off Rochester. Yeah. Was that an hour and a half? Uh, yeah, and there was some construction on 52 at the time, so yeah, about an hour and a half. It was, uh, yeah. It's a fun few months. Well,
1: wow, we sound like Californians.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know 52.
3: Is that a, that's a thing I bet if worry you live about in it, Rochester. Oh, highway, yeah. The, basically. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Highway 52. There's a bunch of construction on it. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts.
1: You'll never need to know that, no. Steve. Thank, Thank you.
2: you <laughs> 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 All
0: right,
2: time to wake up your brain. I, th- I like this one. This is interesting. The D in Billy D Williams. Oh, is huh? short for his real middle name. Dean. Let me give you another hint. This is a common word. Oh. And it uh, is particularly you know common this time of year.
1: Oh. This is fun.
2: The D in Billy D. Williams is short for.
1: Now wait. He spells it D E E. Right.
2: That is correct.
1: Is that part of it? Is DEE um, the first part of the word?
2: DE is the first part of the word, but not DEE.
1: Oh, deliver.
2: Deliver, like Billy Amazon deliver delivers. Williams. It is not deliver. <laughs> it is not, but it is, It again, though it's a common word, I would guess it is a highly uncommon middle name.
1: Right. Okay. Like deliver. Common, I thought that was a good yeah. guess. Thanks. Uh, de- Delicious. Ooh, that's good. Delicious, which you could use this time of year, the
2: holidays, eating pies and turkeys and chain is chestnuts. Okay, so it has to do with this
1: time of year. One more guess. It very
2: much has to do with this time of year.
1: December!
2: Billy December Williams.
1: Wow, weird. Will, technically,
2: it's William December Williams Jr. is the full name of Billy D. Williams.
1: William December Williams. He must have been born in December.
2: And Donna, when we teach people something that they didn't know before, what do we always, always tell them? Let's do it on three. One, two, three. Suck
1: it. Oh, I was going to say, we put oh. our flesh mitts oh, okay. together. <laughs> Sorry, yours was nicer. Where would that
3: come from? I didn't I even mean you. that. And as expected, he, he was born in April.
1: No, Yo. he was not. Yes, he was. Was he really? <laughs> why is? Oh, I bet he that's was conceived. Stupid. Wait, December, January, February, March. No, that's impossible. Uh, I wonder.
2: What? Oh, yeah, I know.
1: Maybe mom and dad met in December. You know. I want to know more.
2: Conception. What a thing. <laughs> the guy who founded Adidas was you the younger You mean Adidas? Technically it is Adidas. The guy I'll stick with it, Donna. The guy who founded Adidas was the younger brother of the guy who founded Puma. Oh. So the two How of them that? started
1: their own sneaker
0: companies.
2: Yay, quee.
0: Brothers. That's cute. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And they're in, you know, I, in some ways, right? I mean, they're rivals. What are their uh, Thanksgivings like? They probably don't have them. And I'm not sure if either of them are alive, guys. I don't do a ton of research, and by a ton, I don't do any. But <laughs> the thing that I'm reading says what it what I just said. So stick it, or as we like to say, one, two, three.
1: Put our flesh two. mid okay. stick. it. Okay.
2: Each year, Americans buy enough plastic to shrink wrap blank. Mm-hmm. Each year, Americans buy enough plastic film. To shrink wrap
1: the Earth. Blank.
2: I was going to the moon. Oh, the moon is good. That's a good guess. Texas. Hmm. I wonder, I've asked this before, and I don't think I've ever gotten a satisfactory answer. I need to understand how big the moon is. And let me say this. When you see the moon landing. If you believe in it. <laughs> it looks to me like if Neil Armstrong... Just kept walking for about another thirty yards, he'll be on the dark side of the moon. It looks like a very small thing, and I just need to know how big is it? Help me understand how how big the moon is. How big is the moon? Is it are you telling is it as long as Texas, like the surface of the moon, or Rhode Island or something in between? Donna? What have you learned?
1: I have learned nothing.
2: There was a movie called Troll in 1986 that featured a character named Harry Potter who enters a magical world of witches and wizards. What? That movie, Troll, came out 11 years before J.K. Rowling's first Harry Potter book came out.
1: We're done with the moon?
2: I wasn't getting much action on the moon. Okay. I want to know. No one was giving me anything, as, as is always the case when I bring up, how big is the moon? Doesn't it look like Neil Armstrong could just walk another 30 or 40 seconds and he'll be off of the moon? It looks like a small ball, and I need to know how big is it. Could you drop the moon in Kansas and still see parts of Kansas? How big is the moon? I don't know. I want
1: to go. It is about
3: one-fourth the size of Earth by width. Oh. Okay. By width. Oh, wow. Thanks, Mike. It. That's yeah. way
1: to produce. Thank you. Mike, Mike
2: was answering phones was and all yes, this, yes. and he was actively trying to help me, knowing I was in distress. Meanwhile, Donna was just blankly <laughs> staring at me, like, we're still doing the moon thing? About one-quarter the, the size of Earth in terms of width. Okay, well, that means it's bigger than Texas, everybody. And that's why there's you can't shrink wrap the moon.
1: It all came okay. together. Thanks.
2: Most of the founding fathers were younger than you'd think they were in 1776. Alexander Hamilton was 21. Mm-hmm. James Madison, 25. Thomas Jefferson, 39. And John Hancock was my age, 39. George Washington uh was forty-four. Ben Franklin, he was the old guy. He was seventy. So he he looked the part. He looked his age, Ben.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Everyone looked old then. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: I do know what you mean.
1: Look at us now. It's like magic.
2: Ed Asner and Mary Tyler Moore. He was like forty-one as
1: Oh my God, he was like <laughs> your age. Yes. That's weird.
2: Uh, when we come back, Kim K and Kanye come to a settlement. I'll tell you about
1: it next. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. we got producer Mike hanging with us. Well, uh, good morning, by the way. Um, good morning. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is taking some time to get, uh, you know, they got to change imaging for the new show for oh, yeah. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. They've also he's also got Christmas stuff to work on, so we gave him some time off.
2: Donna, can I um suggest that maybe we have become trendsetters? I like it. When we went rogue and without running it by anyone, renamed our show yep. the Don and Steve Experience. Mm-hmm. It got people finally peeking outside of the windows. Realizing mm-hmm. that they didn't have to be imprisoned right. creatively. And now the adventures <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: of Bradley and Don, uh, just the name alone, yeah. you want to tune in. You're it's like, like what are the adventures book. that we're yes. talking about here? What's going Make
1: your own ending?
2: We're not a show. We're an experience. Have we started something? I'll hang up and listen.
1: We definitely have. Because before that, it was like the Betty and Jerry show, the Bob and David show. I don't know who those people are. But you know what I'm saying. Name, name. Team Cobra, I think, may have beat us to the punch.
2: By going Cobra.
1: Yeah, that's good.
2: I don't know, but LoJ, did LoJ beat them? Oh,
1: they might have, yes.
2: I'm suggesting adding a name, uh, abandoning show and realizing how limiting and shackling that can be. I'll hang up. No, don't no hang and
1: up. I want it. We got it. We have a show to drink do. a LaCroix. All right. You well, I'm in
2: the middle LaCroix. of a James Cameron article right now that is uh, up on The Hollywood Reporter today. And it's. Uh, I'm getting pumped for this Avatar sequel. And he is very, we'll get to Kim Kanye in a moment. He is very aware, James Cameron, the director of Avatar, that the box office success of this movie is an unknown at this point. Right. He seems hyper-aware that it's been 13 years since Avatar came out. Mm-hmm. He's heard some criticisms like, will anyone even remember the characters' names? Mm. Do you care about this stuff? And he, they're currently planning to have Avatar 3 in 24, Avatar 4 in 26, and he has Avatar 5 written his words from stem to stern, boat talk, 2028. But he says stem? it all depends on if the appetite... Mm. Is there, and uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. He said it's really not a fair comparison when you look at Star Wars or Marvel because they have a whole bunch of different properties that have built out that universe, and ours has only been one movie. And typically, if a movie is successful and you're trying to franchise it, he said you return within the next three years with a sequel. That's just how behaviors and money works but we've waited 13 years for a variety of different reasons. Mm. And so he said, you know, we'll get to see Avatar 5 but only if the people decide they want it. You know, it's, it sounds like he has a has been given a long leash from Disney. Right. But not a not an infinity leash, you know.
1: But do, why did he wait so long?
2: I think part of it had to do with what he wanted with technology and how he wanted it to look and the kind of story he wanted to tell. And, you know, I think with James Cameron, he's like, is there a a more difficult way to do it? Great, let's do it that way. And I'm telling you that it'll be worth all of the money in the end. So I think part of it had to do with that. Uh, Then, of course, you know, later, the pandemic pushes things back a few years. So I think had uh, there not been a pandemic, I don't know, maybe we see this movie a little... Earlier, But maybe not by much. I mean, I think it has to do with he wanted to batch shoot as well. So when he's securing his talent for these movies, he is saying, like, let's go shoot two and then three together. And these are long movies. So they shot a lot. And they're they're super if they were a pain in the neck to shoot in 2009 when they when it came out. Perhaps even more now because he's trying to do a lot of stuff that involves water. The sequel is called Avatar The Way of Water, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's a, an added degree of difficulty for this. And he's been in post-production in New Zealand and where Peter Jackson used to have his office for the Lord of the Rings movies. Now it's inhabited by James Cameron. And he is just axed to the grindstone and making sure that every little detail... Looks right. In fact, I remember. Thanks for asking. When I was at a party in London with some of the cast of Avatar, and please
1: hold. Sorry, dropped something.
2: Um, And I was talking with Jim. Excuse me. I was talking with James Cameron, and he was mentioning his fight scenes and how a lot of movies in a fight scene you don't know what way is right or left or where that punch came from. Did the kick come from behind him, below? Because they disorient you. And he was talking about how he used a mirror to, he would mirror the image so that he could make sure everything made sense to the audience during an action scene. Hmm. And so- Wow, that's The p- point of me saying that is he is deeply involved in every aspect of this. In fact, they say in this Hollywood Reporter article in order to get James Cameron's attention, they have to sound, do a sound effect like in the room that he's in. It's this like a Wooga sound effect. I think like it. <laughs> an and he won't even lift his eyes from whatever it is he's doing unless they play that noise through speakers. Oh my God. Because he's just God, engrossed he in the details. So
1: high maintenance.
2: In addition to that, in this article, he talks about his kids whose kids are now 15 to 32 he has five children and they had come home and uh as a part of a school project and i believe he and his wife actually helped found this school they had to tell give their parents kind of a report card the kids had to give their parents a report card which is interesting you know if you have the if you have the courage to put yourself out there and say tell me what i'm doing well and tell me where i need to improve huh james cameron's kids said Uh, to him, you're never around half the time. And then when you come home, you try to make up for it by telling us all what to do. And mom's really the one that's been making all the rules the whole time while you've been off shooting, so you don't get to come home and do that. Mm. And so he said he realized that he kind of overcompensated. He said, well, that's valid. I was wearing the mantle of responsibility of a parent and overcompensating for the time that I wasn't there.
1: And well, so now let he's that taken be a lesson to you, Steve.
2: Donna. What? And now he has taken that those lessons that he's learned in his family, and he is really making family central uh in these avatar sequels. He said oh, the see. overarching idea is the family. This is well said. The overarching idea is the family is the fortress. It's our greatest weakness and our greatest strength. I thought I can write the hell out of this. I know what it is to be the bleep hole dad.
1: Mm. Well, that's so, good. That's good. Uh, he yeah. kind of seems like he's a little bit of an A H, doesn't he? Like very cocky.
2: I think there is a level of perhaps overconfidence, or, you, or you know, I don't know if overconfidence is the right. Arrogance.
1: Arrogance. He's arrogant,
2: and he has even or at least said he before presents arrogance when he was trying to do Avatar. He was at a studio. I don't know if it was Fox at the time prior Mm -hmm. to Disney buying it. And they were like, wait, wait, wait. How much money do you want? And then he said, he told the executives, look at this building that we're in. You see this building? You see all the grounds around the building? That's because of the money that this studio made from Titanic. So how about you let me do what I want to do here and let's see if it goes wrong. And You know, look, to his credit, if that's the right word, He comes back with Avatar, a totally unknown universe, drops it in the middle of a 2009 holiday movie release, and it makes over $2 billion. Yeah. So it's tough. If someone is prone to arrogance, having billions of dollars worth of success doesn't exactly cool that down. But maybe his kids speaking straight to him. Maybe that does to an extent. Right, right.
1: Hopefully. He's 68 now, by the way. Thank you. I want to get to this story just because we teased it. Yes. As we say in the biz. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West did finalize their divorce on Monday. And it looks like they're going to have joint custody with equal access to their four children. However, people close to Kim, which probably means Chris, um, told TMZ that... She will continue to have the kids eighty percent of the time, and he admitted to that in september um and he has to pay her two hundred thousand dollars a month in child support wow he He's also responsible in addition to that, fifty percent of the kids' educational expenses, such as tuition and also security expenses. And if they ever have any dispute regarding any one of their kids, they're required to go to mediation. And if either party fails to attend, the participating party becomes the decision maker. So if Kim shows up, Kanye's not there, Kim gets to call the shots. Wow. And then neither one uh, asked for spousal support. And then I guess their property was divided, you know, according to the prenup. But two hundred thousand dollars a month,
2: which, if you broke that down based on custody, so if Kanye gets custody twenty percent of the time, that means that the cost of oh, I love math the children each month is a million dollars, right? Just math wise, if, if if he is,
0: it's I don't 200- know if I'm doing
2: that math correctly, but if you split up how the children are getting taken care of, if Kanye West gets custody 20 percent of the time would it be right could you extrapolate and say that means that the cost the overall cost of the kids is million a million dollars let me just let me backtrack it if my math is wrong and frankly it likely is um two hundred thousand dollars feels like <clears throat> a lot per month that's i need to introduce total, though, them to that's not
1: per child
2: I know it's total, Donna. There's a place called Once Upon a Child. There's a location in Eden Prairie. We can bring the costs down. (laughs) Also kind of interesting that, I guess, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Just because you have more commas doesn't mean that you shouldn't get a fair shake, I suppose. But it's an interesting world to to think of either of the two of those getting any sort of uh, child support. Because of how unbelievably rich they both are. Correct. Right? I don't know. On
1: that note, we got to go. Where do you want to go? Um, well, I want to come back with, if you see something, say something. We have a few things. Uh, Volkswagen Italy, their Instagram handle has a lot of people talking. I will tell you why.
2: And I will offer some good news in See Something, Say Something. Uh, there is a duo that's going to be hosting SNL. Two people. I don't know if we've seen this before. Who are the two that they're putting together to host the upcoming SNL in a couple of weeks? I'll let you know when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
1: Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Ooh, if you see something, we believe you should, you know, say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You you See something, Something, Say Something. With Donna and Steve. If you
3: see something, say something. Come on and party tonight.
0: Hey, uh, yeah. hey. <laughs>
2: um, Why don't we start with what you have?
1: Okay. So here's what I have. Okay. So one of the post-Thanksgiving memes on social media was inspired by Volks- Volkswagen's Italian Instagram account, mm. and it had nothing to do with the content, um, but the handle. The handle for the account is at Volkswagen Italia. Which I love it. Makes sense, right?
2: Love it. Keep it. Print it. Do it.
1: But when you break it up, mm-hmm. it kind of looks different. It oh, looks I need like. To look at it. Okay, so. It looks is, there like, a,
2: is there a linky-wink?
1: Uh, yes, I gave you the linky-wink right oh, there.
2: Donna, you're such a provider. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. I do it as a public service. The Okay, so you look at it and tell okay. me if you see what I see.
2: <laughs> do you see That's what funny. I see? That's funny.
1: So it looks like Volkswagen, Air Muffet, if you got kids, Volkswagen Genitalia. It's spelled exactly the same.
2: Wow, but yeah, when you put Volkswagen and you butt <laughs> it up next to Italia, it's Volkswagen <laughs> and Italia.
1: So this is going That's viral weird. online right now and Volkswagen has not commented, but you know, they're not going to change it. It just I guess it was just an oversight. They've had this account for years.
2: They need to change that to VW Italia.
1: Yes.
2: I mean, I'm not here to become an executive or some sort of a marketing guru for Volkswagen.
1: Yeah, VW. Don't they say
2: in Germany, wouldn't Volkswagen, don't they pronounce their W's, V's, like Wiener Like
1: Volkswagen?
2: Yeah, would it be Volkswagen or since, like Wiener Schwitzel, if they. Does the V become something <laughs> else know, since he's... the W has occupied
1: I I don't know. The v. Ask a Re- German person.
2: Also, throwback to news from yesteryear, remember the Occupy movement? Occupy Wall Street?
1: Mm-hmm. Remember? Kind of not exactly. It was
2: a big movement a while ago. Maybe like, I don't know, seven years ago? Occupy stuff.
1: What does that have to do with this?
2: Well, I said once the V sound once the W in German decided to occupy the V sound and then my head went back to occupy Wall Street and I should have kept that thought inside yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that, that right. keep your crazy in, in, in your head.
2: My question is would it be Volkswagen?
1: All right. We'll if take that. If you're calls. listening in Germany
2: or if you have had a soft pretzel recently <laughs> <laughs> call us what do they do right. remember
1: farfig that was fun what is that uh
2: is that like a nutty thing it, or no like it's like a candy? special
1: it's it's what makes volkswagen special is farfig nougan is it not
2: an ingredient in a baked like a sweet dish no it's, it's amazing it has to do
1: with the car all right mike's got a caller on the line
2: all right <laughs> we've got amy well, uh, here Amy, uh, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Are you German?
0: Um, I probably have a little bit of German in, my, in me, but yes. My recollection of German in high school is that V's sound like F and W sound like V. So
1: Volkswagen would be Volkswagen. Oh. oh, Lord, this is so confusing. We almost had
2: a bleeper on that. That's right. called Volkswagen. Uh, Wow, okay. That's thank you so much, Amy. Amy.
1: And by the way, Farfignugen is a a German marketing slogan for Volkswagen, and it means like driving pleasure.
2: What is fluffernutter?
1: I can't help you there. I'm sorry. Farfignugen. that's a pretty name for a baby.
2: (laughs) Were we gonna do this the other last week? We were going to delve into this. Somebody said, like, if you if you could totally erase the the meaning of a word, would an omelet make a nice baby name?
0: Oh. Remember, we were going to yes. do that. No, we never did it. And, no, we and, never did it.
2: But So maybe if you never knew, if somebody just men in blacked you and just, poof, you have no memory of uh, omelets, and, you, hi, this is Omelet, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what a name. But hi, now omelet. all I'm thinking of is, like, cubed ham, bacon, <laughs> tomato and some sort of a cheese. Are there other words that would be uh that could work like fluffernutter as you mentioned or or Fluffer Fluffernutter by the way is a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream oh, barf usually served on white bread. Mm, Schwäbel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Schwabel gets in semen. Not Schwabel
2: gets in semen. No, semen, whatever. Not Chibes and semen. I'm talking about the bread behemoth. And I can promise you, friends, no other radio station in the country is talking about Schwables. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the commercial? Was it, we wait, we want Schwables. Wasn't that a slogan that they had? We want Schwables.
1: I don't, Steve, I can't. I can't deal with your head today. Donna! Weebles I, wobble. Yeah, Volkswagen poor uh, mike he's not used to us yeah he sorry, know well, what it's fun
3: to... because i'm trying to like as you're saying different things look it up and, and oh, do it but you. you're so like all over the I, place I, yeah. I get like have the search done <laughs> yeah. and we're on like
2: any producers that have worked on the Don and steve yeah. experience over the years we have do quit. think they become <laughs> <laughs> well first of all but they've <laughs> also become faster <laughs> typers so they're yes. better set up for their next job got it which is exciting I have exciting news in the okay. world of uh, Saturday Night Live. Okay, Steve Martin and Martin Short are going to be co-hosting.
1: Oh, fun! On
2: Saturday, December tenth, and I can't remember on SNL. a time on Saturday Night Live. I okay. Can't remember a time that there has been a duo that has hosted. Uh,
1: and already, maybe online. the Smothers Brothers. <laughs>
2: Speaking of smothers, smuckers, we're uh, right back okay. to bread.
1: Knock it off. Schwabel.
2: <laughs> Do you think the Schwabel from Schwabel from the law firm is uh, from the family tree of the bread company?
1: I don't know the bread company.
2: You don't know Schwabel's bread?
1: <laughs> oh. Donna! It's not like Wonder Bread. And why am I supposed to know that?
2: Oh, look, and I put, yeah, no, Schwabels bread. Donna, I'm going to tell you about it right now.
1: Okay, great.
2: Uh, freshly baked bread, first of all. Uh, they are a regional producer of bread and other baked goods. Uh, it was established in Youngstown, Ohio in the early 20th century.
3: To your point, I was—I have a list now of the other uh, duos that have hosted Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, We're let's back say, on to Brett. So it's... No, no, we let's want the Brett.
1: list. We want the list. Forget <laughs> Steve. He's nuts.
3: <laughs> Most recently, there was actually two sets in 20, uh, 2004. Mary-Kate Ooh. and Ashley Olsen did it, as oh. well as Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Oh,
0: okay. my gosh. Look at that.
3: Way back in 92, it was Roseanne and Tom Arnold. Oh, my. Prior wow. to that, in 86, it was actually Martin Short, Steve Martin, and, and Chevy Chase. So this wow. is not the first time for three amigos, yes. And before wow. that, my favorite duo, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan, brother.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I pity the fool. That yes. was right after uh, Rocky Three, <laughs> Correct. When yes. he was uh, uh, hey. early in the movie. You, or, or maybe they were probably doing something around WrestleMania Res- there, it too. Was,
3: yes, right before the first WrestleMania where those two teamed up. So.
2: And then yeah. remember Rocky III, uh there was uh, Clubber Lang was played by Mr. T. And earlier in that same Rocky, I believe, was Thunder Lips. And that was Hulk Hogan.
1: Awesome, and I'm Donna ah! Valentine.
3: Danny DeVito, Rita Perlman as well, and then Peter Cook and Dudley Moore back in the seventies. So that's the full list. Wow, mm-hmm.
1: wow, interesting. Hey, that Steve, that is really something. What I got a... some news for you. Great. It looks like we actually got Camila or Camila Cabello to change her quiz. My song.
2: We are agents of change. We are
1: agents of change. We'll be right back.